Hey, everybody, and thank you so much for listening to our Big Time Talker podcast on the Blog Talk Radio Network, iHeartRadio, Apple, iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts, including Alexa, where you can ask Alexa to play the Big Time Talker with Burke Allen, and we'll be there. The podcast is a service of our friends at SpeakerMatch.com. SpeakerMatch is the world's largest online virtual speakers bureau. So if you're a meeting planner or you're a platform speaker, get together and find one another at speakermatch.com. This week we're talking movies and we've got uh, Cinequest happening through March 30th online at cinequest.org where you can see the biggest and best independent cinema, including documentaries. And today we're talking about a really interesting documentary uh, that was filmed in a place that I visited for the first time just a few months ago. It was filmed in the state of Montana. The movie is non-Western, and Laura Plancarte is the director and the brains behind the whole operation. Hey, Laura, thanks for being here. Hello, Burke. Thank you so much for having me here with you today. I'm very happy, and hello to everybody. I am fascinated by a Mexican woman who lives in London filming a movie in Montana. How does that happen? Yeah, I know. It's quite uh, it's quite surreal. Um, and the situation is that I never expected I was going to end up living in London because, uh, yes, I am very um, um, Latin in many, many ways. And uh, But, you know, things happen. And uh, in my previous film, I filmed with an American ex-beauty queen, who today lives in California, but she's originally from Montana. So when I was doing that film, uh, we needed to go to Montana um, to film with her. So that was for me the first time I went to Montana. And the moment I got out of the plane, I looked up and I said, yes, no kidding. It is the big, big sky, sky country. country. That's big right. sky country, the incredibly beautiful. And I was uh, very, very, I fell in love with it completely, but I think I fell in love more even with the people and I wasn't expecting that. And I started meeting people and everybody uh, was very friendly and I made an acquaintance who invited me to come back to Montana the next year. So that's what I happened. It passed one year and I returned. And when I returned, it's when I met um, Thaddeus and Nancy, who are the protagonists of this film. And when I met them, I, I, I said to them, I mean, you're uh, uh, incredible people and you're very interesting and you would make an incredible film. And they were surprised and they told me, we're very normal and we are boring. And I said, believe me, you're nothing but boring and I would love to work with you. And that's how all it all started. And uh, well, yes, I had never thought I was going to make a film in Montana and it was an incredible adventure. I learned so much and I was, uh, I'm very happy. Montana is a huge part of the movie itself and, and it is a breathtaking place. I made my first trip there in September and got to spend 10 days. Um, but Thaddeus and Nancy, it's amazing. They said, oh, we're just normal average people. What incredibly interesting individuals and then to come together as a couple. So uh, most folks have not seen the movie yet. Tell us about Thaddeus. Well, I met Thaddeus before I met Nancy. Actually, I met Thaddeus and Ross, um, his, his, uh, his uh, white cowboy friend. I met the men at, uh, first and I thought, uh, I love the dynamic in the relationship. And it's when uh, um, the first time, I'm never going to forget the first time I met Thaddeus, we actually went for a walk 
And because his friend of the friend that I made that invited me to Montana and we went for a walk and he was explaining me about trees and many things. And I found his voice hypnotic. Um, I think it's the most beautiful voice I have ever heard is Thaddeus. And then we started talking and I found him very, very intriguing and with a lot of depth and also with something that, you know, has like a shield. Right. And I wanted to know about, you know, also that shield that, you know, was covering. And I said, I would love to know more about the, the sweats, the ceremonies, and I would love to m- learn more. And then is when he invited me and he said, well, I'll invite you uh, and come to a sweat. And I went to the sweat and I experienced for the first time the sweat. In Mexico, we have something similar because um, indigenous people in Mexico practice, I think, traditions in a very similar way. But obviously, it's a, it's a bit different. So I had never, won, uh, I had never experienced a, a northern Cheyenne sweat. And I went there and I, it was an incredible experience. And, um, and there is when I met Nancy. In that sweat is where I met Nancy when we were building the sweat lodge. And, um, and then when I met Nancy, I said, well, this just only got better because she's incredibly fascinating too. So that's how uh, I started the process. And, and Thaddeus, if you can picture in your mind's eye, um, the toughest looking, biggest, most intimidating guy who, who does have all these layers in front of him. And he, he served in the United States military, you know, uh, a big Native American with, with the, the wild goatee and the hair. Um, however, he spent part of his childhood being raised outside the reservation, whereas Nancy is a Caucasian lady college professor, very well educated, um, redheaded, uh, you know, uh, Caucasian, who spent part of her childhood raised in a Native American environment. So mirror images of one another and yet incredibly different and somehow complementary. Exactly. I think it, it's obvious for me why they attract each other. It's exactly because of the reason that you're saying, because when both of them were having problems um, in their own culture, they seeked the other culture to help them. And both had a good experience. Thaddeus had a very good experience with the, 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 the white Christian family that he went to in the state of Washington. And Nancy had an incredible experience with the Lakota tribe. So I think that's why they attract each other. And a lot of people tell me, you know, well, what's the film really about? And right. for me, what the film is really about is how much you know, the child, childhood wounds affect us and how much we carry that. Because in my perspective, what Nancy is really looking in Thaddeus is this father figure that will protect her like the Lakota tribe protected her. And I think Thaddeus is looking for that kind of, even though he wants a woman that stays at home and does, you know, acts like if we were in the 18th century, <laughs> if he really wanted that, why don't he you know, sex gravitate for a woman. towards her. Yeah. Except what would she, why would he gravitate towards a woman that is nothing like that? And I think it's because he's also attracted to that part that he lived when he went out of the reservation. So I think it's that's for me the, the, the complexity and that's something that I think can interest anyone is to realize that why do we choose the things we choose? That it has it, it's much more deep than what we think. And that um and that for me is what uh what is really the film about and that's why they even though there's a struggle you know for them to come together 
they want to come together and they have this attraction. And I think also it's a reflection of all their past. You know, there's a, a famous play that became a famous TV show and movie here uh, by Neil Simon called The Odd Couple. And Thaddeus and Nancy are very much an odd couple in their own way. Um, and in the States, Laura, we often hear about interracial marriages and automatically in our minds, we think an African-American man or woman and a Caucasian man or woman. But mm -hmm. at its core, this is a story about an interracial marriage and trying to come together in some way from very opposite backgrounds. And then you sprinkle in that childhood drama. So had you ever thought about interracial relationships in this way before making this movie? I actually, I have to say that this was very naive um, in, in, in me because I thought, well, it, it would be easier, you know, that there wouldn't be such a clash between the cultures. And for me, I have to say that I think I don't like you know, didactic films that are going to tell you, you should think this or you should think the other. I think films is the same as art and is to ask questions. And for me, um, the film can be interpreted in many ways. Each person that I hope, you know, a lot of people will watch it, will have their own interpretation. But if you ask me, for me, the struggle that happens between Thaddeus and Nancy has less to do with the two cultures coming together. And I think it has more to do with their own emotional problems. Because when you have seen the film, there's a scene, well, you have seen it, Berg, so you know, but there's a scene where, you know, they go and visit um, Vernon, who is the ceremonial man or the priest. And there's also Thaddeus' mother in that scene, who's a ceremonial woman. And they are talking, what would Nancy need to do in order to marry Thaddeus in the traditional way? And I think Vernon, the priest, tells them, Time has passed, you know, and things change and you can come together, you know, and make your, your own family. And you, we don't need to go back into the traditions of the 1800. And Thaddeus doesn't want that. And obviously it depends, you know, each person can think, you know, whatever things. And my perspective is that he doesn't want it. He says that he doesn't want it because he wants to have the traditions in a very orthodox way that even not the priest lives with those traditions anymore. And from, but for me, this is my own perspective. It has more to do with him in his own problems, in his own, I think Thaddeus is a, is a man that has been betrayed many times. And it was, uh, when I first went to Lame Reservation, it's a very tough place. Yeah. And he, afterwards, you know, he wanted to defend his country. And as you said, you know, he was in the military. And I think when he returned, I mean, he was betrayed because he had a lot of problems. And, you know, the country didn't support him. The way. So I PTSD think- PTSD kind of problems. Yeah. Exactly. He, he suffers from PTSD big time. And I think right now, is he just fighting to get, where is his place in the world? And I think it's, I don't know um, if you have this saying in English, but is when you have somebody converting to a religion, for example, you, you need to become even more strict than the people who actually are from that religion. And I think even though obviously he is Northern Cheyenne, because he wants to come back to his tribe and have a special place, very, he is trying to be that. And I think it has more to do with his inner struggles than about the, the clashes between two cultures. 
And, um, but that's my perspective. I think everybody, you know, I think that's what's interesting. Um, maybe you, Berg, see it completely different. Check out Laura's new movie, Non-Western, at cinequest.org through March 30th. Thank you so much for listening. Wherever you go, whatever you do, make it a great day. Thank you, Speaker Match, for sponsoring our Big Time Talker podcast. Bye, everybody.